Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Life Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood Zach Stat Pearson. And today I'm joined by the one whose skinniness is without equal. That which makes paper jealous, a one Joey Blonde Wolf II. Hi Okay. Um, if you're wondering if, if you want to see more Joey, just so we're clear, instead of waiting till the end of the video, I'll tell you in the beginning of the video, uh, there will be links, if not annotations, to the channel in the description. So feel free to show him some love and vice versa. Oh, and congratulations on going over 100K. I never actually did get to say that. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, let's begin. So uh, this particular live story episode is going to be a two-parter. If you're looking for the other part, uh, rest assured it will be on the other channel, which is Joy Blonde Wolf's channel. Again, links will be wherever the fuck I put them. So this story is one of those ones where you will not predict the ending. Uh, names have been changed, not to save anyone's privacy, but because I can't remember their names because this was like four or five years ago. Other than Michael, because it was Michael's girlfriend. Okay, so... <laughs> So one day, I'm at a party. I don't remember whose party it was. I don't know what this party was about. But for the time being, this party is about cheesecakes because I had some good-ass cheesecakes there. And one of my friends notated about how, quote-unquote, jealousy was, mind you, we're in a little corner and we're being quiet, that I'm able to keep body hairs out of my bathroom, which is his code word for any hairs that are below my navel. I know it's not something that most men brag about or care about, but I actually like the idea of knowing I can shave my balls and no one who ever comes in my bathroom will ever know I did it. It took me about a year and a half to get the technique down, but I figured it out and I was proud of it. And apparently so were other friends because three or four people fist bumped me and hand shook me back when you could do that. And I was like, thanks, man. However, what I don't know is that Michael's five foot nothing girlfriend is in the immediate vicinity. None of us know that because we're looking at each other and she's a midget. So basically her forehead is almost where our navels are or her face is where our navels are. We're not looking down that far when we're talking eye to eye. So she's like, oh sweet, how'd you do it? Everybody jumped back and got a little bit scared. Now we're gonna call her, well crazy's not a name. We're gonna call her Tina for the sake of this because again, I don't remember anybody's name except Michael's. And I immediately freaked out, not because I'm shy or I'm scared to talk about body hair around women or something like that. I don't, there are certain things I don't like to bring up in public or just in a party out loud, hence why we were in the corner quietly. And it was my ball sack shaving regimen. I'm pretty sure that's not on people's priority of things to do. Especially their eating. Thank you. So I was like, uh, hey, Tina, Tina, uh, just, we're, we're just, we're, we won't talk about this now. And I noticed Tina can't stand up straight. I was like, well, she's, she's, she's hammered. And I look at Mike, I was like, and I gave him that, and I had an eye conversation with him, which is something that people don't understand that men are very good at, and we don't even know when it started, where we basically had an eye conversation, which went something like, yo, she tipsy. I think it might be time for y'all to dip out unless you want to play babysitter the whole entire night. Because I know plenty of people who don't want to leave a party, but they do leave a party because somebody they was with got tipsy. 
And I was like, and we just fished. I was like, hey, yeah, man, take care of you later. No, 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 no. I'm like, Tina, do you need to say no that many times? What are you knowing? You didn't tell me about your balls. Now she said this out loud and half the party's looking at me now. So I am, I am as close to Nutella and Twix as you can get. But let me tell you, I was red in the face. So I decided I'm going to slowly walk out the back door so they don't know she was referring to me and go hang out with what's always on the back backyard of every single house party, the smokers. Not necessarily weed or something illegal, but, you know, like cigarettes and shit of that nature. So she's, hey, hey, motherfucker. I was like, who says it like that? And I'm like, wait, don't turn around. Don't know it's you. So then she calls out my whole ass name. And I just start doing that thing that's in between running and walking. I just move my feet really fast, but it's not running out the door. And I get out there and I'm like, oh, there's like a little secondary party in the garage. It's like, oh, what are they doing in here? Nothing illegal. I mean, don't get me wrong. I honestly thought there was going to be some type of drug and narcotics, but you know, I don't necessarily willfully hang around people who deal in that stuff. More like they just end up being in my circle without me knowing it. No, it was a DJ in there and he was legit teaching people how to mix or how he does mixing. It was almost like an instructional class in the middle of a party, which never seen that before, never saw it after. But hey, as long as you're having fun, right? So I go in there and I was like, oh, snap, what is this? And he's teaching her how to mix, teaching people how to mix. There's like 15 people in line. They basically want to try to make sounds and whatnot. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And it was a good beat. So I'm in there for the next five, 10 minutes. I'm talking to some girl. I'm not, you know, particularly trying to do nothing slutty, but I'm just talking to her because we have a decent conversation. And all of a sudden, I just hear, bro, you're not going to land that. She's like three ranks higher than you. It's like, the fuck? Tina? Tina? Where is Michael? He's not my babysitter. It's like, you see, you say that, but. Of course, I didn't say that part out loud. I was thinking that in my head. And everyone's looking at us now. And I'm just like, they're laughing because apparently this went from an actual genuine platonic conversation to I'm trying to get me some ass, which it wasn't. I didn't even get her name yet. And it's dark. I don't even know what, the, what she looked like. I have this rule that everyone on the face of the planet has, unless you're a porn star, where if I'm trying to engage with someone sexually, I want to know what your face looks like. Cause you know, that's, that's where my PP is trying to go into, but not in the R Kelly way in the nice PG 13 way. Well, that's PG 13 and something like that can be. Also, you want to know, you need like paper bag for the face or not. <laughs> uh, basically, um, brown bag special. <laughs> uh, so I was just like, okay, okay. Uh, where is Michael? You heard what I just said, motherfucker. In that really weird way, like who accents it that way? And I'm just like, I don't even hate you, but I just get mad at the way you're saying motherfucker. Maybe it's because I'm a Samuel L. Jackson fan. I don't know. But I'm just like, okay, she's drunk. I don't actually know her. She's my friend's girlfriend. It's like, yeah, I'm his friend's girlfriend. You still haven't told me about your balls though. It's like, Okay, 
And she just looks at me, this other girl, and she starts laughing. But she's laughing in that ambiguous way where you don't actually know if she's laughing because something's funny or if she's laughing at you. That kind of thing that all men dread, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's also something men always dread. The, the eternal mm-hmm. You don't know if you're in trouble. You don't know if you're being believed. But you know you're in some shit if you're hearing mm-hmm after every sentence. God, that's, <laughs> that's happened to true. me. That, that's happened to me at least six times. And every time I swear, it felt like my heart was trying to shit itself. Um, so yeah, anyways, and I'm just like, uh, excuse me a second. So I turn around and I'm slowly pushing her out this garage and I'm trying not to wing her little five foot ass out because she's made it her destiny in life to fucking embarrass me in front of, well, a mix of friends and strangers and strangers who will repeat this story to their friends. And I'm just like, look, so I turn her back around when we get this out. Look, look, Tina, ball sacks, not something most dudes discuss with women unless they're boning them in fact i know plenty of people who have sisters and they're the and they're the brother and they almost never talk about crotches even though they should because unfortunately sometimes parents do the weird thing of literally signing off on their child being removed from sexual education dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life by the way and half the time the kids end up saying or thinking dumb stuff well into their adult ages now these aren't people who are particular douchebags, but they literally don't know anything. So that's why I get the benefit of the doubt. I've heard some very, very stupid stuff as far as what people think about how my own penis works. Not just random penises in general, specifically my dick. I've had a woman who, again, had no sex with, no intention of having sex tell me, everyone knows the minute you go and pee, you guys get a boner. What? What the fuck? No! Yes, you do. No. So then why do you need to pee in the sink sometimes? Because you got the boner before you had to pee. So peeing doesn't make you guys horny? I mean, it does for R. Kelly. You should have asked her if shitty makes her horny. I Actually, I did try to, but I stopped myself halfway through because I realized this is one of those people that don't understand the concept of a filter. And that was also too much information. Like, I've got friends, I've got loved ones, I've got best friends, and I've got enemies. And I've got people I probably will never give any more than mutual respect for when I see them walking across the street or something. I don't think about them shitting. <laughs> so I don't think to ask that. And the one time I did, I was like, nah, nah, she would tell me the truth. I don't think I want her truth. So anyways. She'll be in the toilet, like, just sniffing it. And like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, like, I don't know, I don't know what, what logic she falls. And she's got two fucking brothers. She's a middle child. I'm just like, you had so much opportunity to learn not crazy shit. Some stuff is forgivable. Like, oh, you guys are horny in your sleep. You wake up with boners. Like, actually, no, that's a half chub is the most common term for it. But because blood flow changes when you're asleep, it's easier for people to become semi-erect. It's actually just a semi-erection, and it has nothing to do with us being horny. In fact, most men will tell you, when you wake up in the morning, you're groggy as hell, and you almost want to lay back in the bed, or you want to get out, and you're not going to be functional as a human being until you get some coffee. I don't know too many dudes who wake up at 6.30 or 7 and say, oh, man, I got to go to work today. But before I do that, I'm going to take this boner and go to town on my wife. No, you're still groggy as hell, and you would give a shit performance, which no man wants to do. Okay. <laughs> Okay, barring some exceptions. But I'm just like, 
okay. And that's just a side story. But back to the main story. I'm just like, listen, you don't have a lot of information. You trying to get some information, some weirdly specific information. I'm not sure why you would need it. You don't have anything down there to shave that's going to take you longer than what? Six, seven minutes? And he's like, oh, five on a good day. I was like, oh, okay. But my point is, I don't know why you are so obsessed with it. You think I want his ball sack hair and his pube hair all over my bathroom floor? And I was like, so I just start laughing and Michael coughs because Michael's behind me. So I was like, here you go, bro. I was like, you know what? We're not even going through the front door. We parked in the front. We're going out the back alley. And I was like, yeah, take care. Here's what I don't know. The girl I was talking to slipped behind me, right? And she was like, so is she like your ex? I immediately freeze and I turn around and I am just, I am overwhelmed with something I've only felt for maybe five women in my life, fear. So I'm just like, no, she's just really, really drunk. And for some reason, she wanted to talk about my ball sack for no reason. Ha! <laughs> I'm going to go back in the party and uh, get some cheesecake and booze. It's like, oh, okay. And she's behind me. I didn't say she had to come with me or that did she want to come with me? And she just started following me. I was like, well, maybe I can turn this awkward situation around or maybe just bring up some cool stuff that'll make her forget about this really, really weird shit. So I come back into there. It's like, so there's people leaning against the hall, you know, maybe two or three people. And of course, everyone's primarily in the living room. And I just hear, hey, so how were you doing that with your balls? And then everyone in the hallway just starts laughing. It's like, so I start laughing with them and I just run out really fast and I walk out the fucking door. Is it like one of those nervous laughs? Like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is laughing the regular way. I'm just like, eh. So I just like leave because I'm basically going to dig a six foot grave so I can die from embarrassment in it. And I'm just like, oh man, that sucked. I took the bus there though because, well, I wasn't a designated driver. No one asked me designated driver. So, hey, if there's booze involved, I'm taking the bus because if some shit pop off, cops will block in the cars. That's how they actually catch a lot of people. They don't chase them or call up 20 people for a house party. They block in the cars. So I was just like, oh man, this whole day, night went so fucking terrible. Man, that was embarrassing. Good cheesecake though. Man, I fucking feel like dying right now. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm just chilling at the bus stop and I hear, hey, hey, motherfucker. What the fuck? They're at the red light. I'm sitting on the edge of the block. And I'm just like, you left this. So me and Michael look at her and she's holding my hunting knife. No, I don't actually hunt, but I have a hunting knife because, well, despite me being mentally stable and from middle and class families, some of my friends straight up in the hood. So if I'm going to go see them or we're going to do anything together, even though they're decent human beings and they're not selling drugs or have a bunch of guns and shit. I'm taking some security with me. Period. And I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot that was in my in my coat because there was no reason to bring that today. And when the fuck did she feel up in my coat? That was on my inside pocket. So many questions with this woman. So I run over to the bus stop and I take my knife. And it's like, and Michael looks at me like, Bro, why the fuck did you have that? Yes, yes, but why the fuck did you have that? And I looked at Tina like, how the fuck did you get this, Tina? I was like, oh. I mean, your coat was just open. And it was shiny. 
So, wow. Yeah, me and Mike just look at it like, she is lit off her fucking ass. Mind you, it's just booze, but still, holy shit. Anyways, so I'm just like, I run over, I take the knife. There's three white girls at the bus stop. I put the knife inside my pocket and they immediately just walk like 10, 15 feet back from the bus stop. I was like, fuck. Hey, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Backseat, bro. I ain't even got to ask. He already knows. Like, no, just come get in this car. Because if they call the police, don't nobody know what the fuck's going to happen to me. So Tina won't sit down and she's talking to me about the view. And I don't mean what she can see. I mean, literally the TV show, the view. Oh God. Now I was fortunately born with this thing called a ball sack that is connected to a PP. So by my nature and also their statistical demographics before someone says I'm stereotyping, I'm not the target demographic for the view. I'm not. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, ranting. I've seen a couple episodes, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to watch the Maury show. I mean, it's a classic and a staple at this point. But I'm just like, so Michael is getting pissed, not because of how she's been acting through the whole party, but because we don't give a fuck about The View. So I'm just like, hey, Tina, 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 you want to see the shiny object? Because apparently shiny objects are her forte. Did you like wave it? like? Yeah, I was basically doing knife tricks in the back of the car, uh, flipping and rotating it around. And sometimes when a car drive by and a light hit it, she sees rainbow light refraction. And she's like, just something to make her shut up about the view. Was she like on crack or something? No, she's just her. She's one of those people, her brain de-ages when she's drunk she went from well she was like 23 to 14 or maybe even 12 oh my gosh yeah like i it's a rare form of drunk it's i don't it's i, I don't know what to call it. it's like time machine drunk legit start acting in like a 12 year old so mike was like holy shit i can't believe that was dude i had no idea either so I'm doing this tricks, so I'm getting bored, and then she pulls out a pocket knife. And me and Michael both start laughing. It was, it was adorable. Well, she's drunk. She's got a pocket knife. Yeah, she was like a little Swiss Army thing, you know. There's a corkscrew in there for wine because apparently everyone needs that on a keychain or something. And it had little baby knives and a small little tiny pair of scissors. Like, bunch of random shit. It's a Swiss Army knife. So, yeah. Um, and we're just laughing. I was like, uh... I can spin this one day. It's like, yeah, you probably can, but it's still better if you use better equipment. Oh, okay. I never really stab anybody with these things. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, even if you did, killing somebody with a pocket knife. And Michael cuts me up. I was like, would be the most embarrassing death ever. So me and Michael are like, hell yeah, bro. Those things are barely longer than an adult pinky. And if someone took you out with it, man, they really had to spend some time. Like, you had to be yelling and screaming for five or ten minutes. Someone's going to obviously save you. Or literally, you can twist and hit bone. That shit is not breaking or piercing bone. I know, right? It, hell, it might even get stuck in there. And then all of a sudden, Michael just goes, ha! Ah! And then the car starts swerving. We almost hit a bus. I'm like, Michael, what the fuck, bro? You okay? She stabbed me! It's like, the fuck? 
So I look at him. She straight up stabbed him in his leg with the pocket knife. And she just goes, man, it don't stick into nobody because it fell out. So we oh go. And stop. What's up? And she's like drunk too, right? Yes. Just complete disregard for humanity at this point. So I'm like, dude, pull over. Like, no, it's not. It's shallow, man. It's shallow, man. Like, bro, that's not the problem. If it's being shallow, it's if it's leaking. Pull over. Let me take a look at it. And I'm just like, you know what, Tina, come here. So I put her in the back seat and I put her in the seatbelt, right? And I also put her in the seatbelt from the middle seat simultaneously. I like linked them together. She, I shit you not, she couldn't figure out how to fuck to get out of it. But I'm just looking at Michael and he's crying a little bit. I was like, okay, bro, uh, when you put your foot forward, like you about to step on the gas, what happens? It hurts and it stings. It's like, yeah. And it's, it's like legit leaking. I was like, okay, fuck, fuck, fuck. So right when I say that, I was like, man, we might need something to tie you with. And he just freezes like a time machine, like the world stopped. And there was no cars driving by. So there was no cars driving by and it was quiet. I was like, am I awake right now? So he, co- he, he comes out of it. He looks at me and he points behind me. There's two cops and one of them is arresting the guy. Like he's got him in the cuffs uh, on the back of a trunk. Uh, the, the police car trunk bent over a little bit. And the other guy's looking at me. And we all just pause. I have never, never felt my ball sack recede into that little area we don't know the name of so fast in my life. We don't know what it's called, but there's that space that you can put your balls in. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's about to fucking happen. And they're looking at us like, and, dude, and the cop, the, the one that's not uh, putting the dude in the back seat of the car is like, hey, do you know this guy? So we both just shake our heads no. And he just shrugs his shoulder and he fucking gets in his car and they drive off. Right? Me and Michael are like, oh my fucking God. And me and Michael are like, that could have went so bad so fast. Like, dude, I know. Uh, so I rip up a little bit of my shirt. I don't have any alcohol, but Mike has this uncanny ability to confiscate at least one bottle of booze every party he goes to. I don't condone this activity, but I acknowledge his skill in being able to do that. And I'm just like, oh shit, this actually came in handy. Oh, and it's clear? All right, it's going to sting a little bit. You know, fuck up my shirt a little bit, time up. So, uh, we, uh, I get, I get in the front seat, and I was like, listen, you lean your foot in so the blood doesn't fuck with you. Uh, let's just go to your place for the time being because it's closer. I'll walk or take the bus home from there. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm really sorry about this. Like, no, it's fine. Like, no, it's not, man. Bro, bro, you could have got her. I was like, okay, look, I'm not going to say I don't have sex with people I barely know. I would still like to make sure they're not at least fucking crazy. But I wasn't, I legitimately was not planning on doing anything with her sexually. It's like, Bro, she's had a crush on you for three months. It's like, so I, the, my first thought I'm wrong. Why the fuck does nobody tell me this shit? At this point, this has happened several times. So I'm legit heated. Plus, she was actually tall. 
That's like finding a unicorn for dudes. Oh, you like tall girls? If you can find them. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like most men settle on a short woman, not because, oh, well, if I can't get what I want, might as well not even try. No, it's because you know there's, they're in limited supply. They are special edition. In fact, as it has been reported, and I looked in on it maybe four years ago, uh, 70% of all women never even get past five foot eight that have ever existed. Not currently that have ever existed, got past five, eight and she's five eleven. Ooh, exactly. So I'm just sitting up here like, man, y'all just, I know most people that dated or end up marrying, they started off as friends, duh, but it's a whole nother level of frustrating when it's women who are somehow scared of you, but not in the fear way, in the shy way, and they're grown. Because high school is really the determining factor if you're going to be shy around people. Whether you got a boyfriend or not, or a girlfriend or not, you learn the basic social steps without being told, or sometimes being told, about how people end up in relationships. Hopefully. I know some people that just... Stay really slow about that. Yeah, uh, I kind of, well, I don't feel bad for him. He's a nice guy. It took a while. But um, I don't know if you remember the guy I used to hang out with me and Michael Roth and this dude who looked like John Belushi. But he actually that got a girlfriend. Yeah, he actually got a girlfriend now. It took him a long time, but he got one. And But he's mentally stable. And since he wasn't crazy or, you know, insecure about it, you know, I, I, he's very happy in this relationship. And I'm happy for him, you know. But this man basically went almost his in, up up until the beginning of his 30s not having a relationship. And the fact that he's doing as well as he is, mentally speaking, not doing anything crazy, I'm happy for him, you know. But still, holy shit. Biggest issue I had, and people think it's a joke, which I found fucked up. I run into people who they want something, doesn't matter if it's a relationship or a one-nighter. Or they want to be friends with benefits. And they would just openly tell me, oh, I'm basically only trying to date you or fuck you because you're not white. I was like, why do you think that helps you? Oh, my gosh. Is that yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've detached from reality so much that they think that objectifying me isn't fucked up. Or I'm not going to care. I just hate when they say this and they're fucking hot. No man likes a regret boner. <laughs> oh, it's true. Anyways, so we get to Michael's place and I go and tuck him. I, no, I don't tuck him in. I put him on the couch. I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to tuck him in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll tuck him in a bit. Like, no, I put him on the couch. I was like, hey, you, where are your belts at, man? I'm going to tie this up. Real talk though, man, go to a doctor or something because even if it's shallow, what if it gets infected? Blah, 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 blah. It was like, okay, mom. I was like, okay, fine. You want me to let you die? I was joking, bro. I was like, uh-huh, that's what I thought. So, so we start, so we start turning, uh, so we tell him, Hey, you heard about that new thing that's trying to come out? Yeah. Oh, you mean that a uh, new internet TV shit? Oh yeah. Someone's trying to make Netflix or something. Goes to show you how long ago this is. We don't have Netflix or we don't know if Netflix has come out at this point. So it was like, yeah. So then we both just go, Oh shit. At the same time. So I run downstairs. Guess what? We left her ass in the fucking car. We left Tina in the fucking car. So I, I run downstairs. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. I go in there. Tina's not in the car. So I just start looking around. 
Tina! Tina! So Michael hops up to his window like, what's up? Bro, she's not here. It was like, so he just goes, yo, Tina! It's like, dude, don't, 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 don't do that. It's like two or three in the morning. I'm, I was like, I'm going to go run around the block, turn the flashlight option on the cell phone. I was like, oh, you got one of the phones with a flashlight option? Yeah, hell yeah. This Again, this isn't modern era. So some shit is still kind of cool because it's new-ish. Um, so I'm just like, fuck, where is she, man? So I go around the block two times. I cut through in the alley three times. I was like, so I call him on the phone. I was like, hey, Mike, did you find her? Like, no, but bro. What if she got out the car before we started rolling back? What if she got out when we were staring at the police? Like she actually figured out how to get through your seatbelt maze. Is, is that possible? So I went back in the car and I look in the back seat. Oh, shit. She cut through the base seatbelt I tied her into. So she did get out. With that little dinny knife? I mean, you got to stop thinking about it. She had time to go through it. She didn't saw it more than likely, or maybe she just poked it a couple times and then sawed it. I'm not really inspecting it. So I'm just like, oh, fuck, bro. So Michael's freaking, my girl's gonna get raped, man. I'm just like, bro, calm down, calm down. Listen, listen, if she's drunk in public, and we were in a quiet neighborhood. She might just black out on someone's front lawn or end up on a staircase or knock on a door, not realizing where she is. So, yeah, maybe it won't be that bad. Maybe someone will just call her a cab. Call her a cab after they reel her. It's like, okay, you're not going to leave that thought. And to be fair, uh, I mean, I'm a guy. I'm not going to laugh. I have a drunk female friend in the middle of a place she doesn't know. I'm scared. I'm scared for them. So he's like, man, we got to go drive and try to find her, man. We got to go drive. I'm like, no, 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 Michael, Michael, listen, your foot is in a condition that can easily get worse. Okay. Your shit needs to say elevated for the time being, if nothing else. All right. I'm going to go look for her. You find those mugs. You better kill those rapists. Like, Wow. We well, know. that just escalated. Yeah, like, you don't... I'm like, bro, like, you are just... You have no thought in your mind of anything positive or neutral happening. And I'm just like, okay. I still got my hunting knife. I don't plan on using it on nobody. But I'm just like, okay. Do you remember what corner of the street it was? He texted to me, and we tr I, tr I try to navigate my way back there. All right. So I navigate my way back there and I'm just looking around. I don't see nobody, but I get out the car. I don't just drive because that'll look suspicious. A random car in the middle of the night continuously driving around the neighborhood or early in the morning. I park and I'm just like, fuck. Well, maybe let me go down here where those lights were and those cops arrested somebody because there has to be something down here. And uh, I dropped the car off, uh, uh, like on, on a street, uh, with a bunch of houses, but I'm going towards like the main street where there's businesses and stuff towards the light, so to speak. And I look at the 7-Eleven and there's a 7-Eleven 
and there's a bunch of stuff laying on the ground and on the floor like something happened in there and there's a 7-Eleven, two people in 7-Eleven with a mop in a bucket and trying to reorganize some shelves and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And the next thing I hear is boom, terrified the shit out of me. And I look at the window and I, and I look at the side of me, Tina fell into the window. I was like, oh my God. Oh no, I just thought about it. Holy shit. So the two people in the window heard the noise and they look at me. They don't know she just fell on the ground. And I just try to say, hey, are you guys open? Because I'm going to try to look for something to sober her up. It's like, come back in like five, ten minutes. We had a crazy person run through here. I was like, oh, okay. So I know I can't stand her up. Because whatever she broke, they're going to try to make her fix. So, <laughs> I shit you not, this is what happened. I get her to try to crawl to me like I'm calling a dog. Like, come here, come here, Tina. Here, Tina. Off of the side of the building where there isn't a glass. So when she stands up, they don't see her, right? So is she I'm like aware this. of everything? Like she's still drunk, right? Yeah, apparently she's uh, and she's holding a bottle or a brown bag or something. And I was like, you didn't buy no brown bag liquor in this area. So why the fuck is that? But I ain't got time. And she won't let it go while she's crawling. I was like, come here, come here. So right when we get to the alley, because there's an alley, right, <laughs> right, there's an alley right before the Seven Eleven. There's a dude. There's two dudes in there uh, in the alley throwing some shit away. And they look at her, and I look at them, and I just hear, oh, fuck, no. I was like, oh, fuck. So I pick her up, because they think I'm trying to rape her or just do something. And these dudes are swollen and chiseled, running at me from the other end of this long-ass alley. I was like, oh, fuck. So I just pick her ass up, and piggyback's like, yay, we found the car. It's like, I'm not the car. It's like, oh, you suck. It's like, don't, don't. Don't throw a white woman. Do not throw a white woman. Do not throw a vi white woman. Violently shake her later when she's sober. Don't throw a white woman. So we get in the car and I gun that shit. And I just see in the back end of it, a dude throwing a bottle that almost hit the car. It's like, man, those dudes heart was in the right place, but I didn't want their foot in my ass. They was not going to give me a chance to explain shit. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like they thought I was going to rape her or, or worse or shit. And I'm just like, Tina, you have no idea how much shit you have caused tonight. So I look over in the seat and she has a long ass knife. It's not my hunting knife. And I'm just looking like, Tina, where the fuck did you get that knife? Well, you said I needed a better knife to practice that stuff with. I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not going to anything right now. Put your fucking seatbelt on, woman. I snatched a knife from her. Give me a bear. You can get the knife when you figure out how to put your seatbelt on. Literally, it took her so long that we we had got back to her uh, her, her and her, her and Michael's place. Right at this point, her whole face is like candy apple red, and I'm getting slurred speech. And I'm like, okay, I need to get you upstairs without you making a lot of noise and without somebody seeing you and thinking I raped you. So Jeez, you really like, wow. <laughs> I am, I'm basically, I'm playing real life Metal Gear Solid at this point. I am scared out of my ass for the past damn near hour. I'm also pissed at this girl, but I know you can't do shit in this country to most females and expect to get any type of fair treatment. Not to mention her ass is drunk. 
Oh, that's true. I worked with lawyers and women get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, like I, I told my friends all the time, they think it's a joke, but California and Michigan are two of the worst places to ever get married or to just have a child with somebody because the court don't give a fuck about how you feel. And, and just a small quote from that. In the state of California, it is legal and mandated that you pay child support even if you find out your wife's a hoe and the kid's not yours. Wait, what? Even if they're not yours? Up until they're 18. So if you get a DNA test, then a paternity suit, proving you're not the father, and you get a divorce, say the California don't care, you still paying child support. That's some bullshit. Yep. So, yeah, but, you know, I don't want to get married in Cali. But anyways, um... I managed to go in the back door. I front carry her because she decided I have to front carry her because she's sleepy and she wants to sleep on me. Instead of a piggyback. I'm just like, man, if I just dropped her off the side of this railing right now, no one would be able to say I did it. I could just get away with this shit. I hate this white girl. I've only met her twice. (laughs) This is the second time I've met her, by the way. Only the second time I've met her. And I swear to God, I've almost been accused of so much shit that I know I would go away for a long ass time for. Did you like still like her after all this? As as a person? No, not really. In fact, I become scared of her as we're going to learn in part two. So I bring her upstairs. Michael's crying. And he's trying to limp over to her. Like, he's like, Michael, Michael, do not carry her right now with standing on one leg. It's going to end terribly for all parties involved. Okay? I'm going to put her in the bed. You're going to tie your leg up because I see more blood on this floor. I'm going to get you an ambulance, bro. Like, bro, don't call an ambulance. I don't have. Oh, wait. Yeah, I have insurance. Man, I should have been called. They asked. It's like, yeah, I know. Now, for those who aren't aware, which is people who don't come from a lot of money, um, a lot of people try to avoid the ambulance, not because they hate the idea of going to a doctor or hospital, but people forget or they don't learn until it's too late. Ambulance rides are not free, even if it's a life or death crisis. It's not. So depending on what hospital you're dropped at, your fee can go anywhere from a few hundred dollars to a couple thousand. Yeah, I think one person got that with my friends. It was like five grand. They're still trying to pay it off. They didn't They didn't even have to, but that's another matter. Uh, I don't want to give out legal slash financial advice, uh, which you need a license for <laughs> on YouTube. But yeah, there's some ways around some of that shit that's actually legal, but we'll get into that uh, offline, so to speak. Anyways, I found a TikTok video about that. I'll send it to you later on. Nice. So, um, the ambulance come and he tells them, hey, look, don't worry about coming upstairs. There's an elevator. I'll meet you at the elevator. Security's guards like, what the hell happened? I didn't even see you guys come in. I was like, and I know this is completely up top. I was like, hey, buddy, uh, you from Kentucky? By chance, he's like, no, I'm from the great state of Alabama. Like, so Michael's like, is Alabama even a state? I was like, that's actually a good question. Because at this point, I've learned, and it's hilarious, that a lot of people don't know that they don't live in a state if they don't live in a state. North America has... Four types of regions. Sovereign regions, meaning not controlled, run, or operated in any way, shape, or form by the federal government or owned by it. We have commonwealths, which are similar to states, but they're not states. 
and we have states and we have minor controlled regions. Some states are actually commonwealths. I'm not sure if Alabama is one, but you know what? Let's ask British Google because I gave my Google AI a British accent. Not even joking. Hey Google, is Alabama a state or a commonwealth? Here's a summary from Merriam-Webster. There are four states in the United States that call themselves commonwealths. Let's see what we got here. Kentucky, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, not Alabama. Okay. Anyways, so the security guys are asking me, bro, what the hell happened? I was like, He accidentally fell onto a Swiss pocket knife, a Swiss army knife, the little pocket knife. And the security guard just starts laughing. Oh, where did it hit him? No, no, no. We're, we're, remember, we're making up shit so he doesn't find out what the hell's going on. And while we were all coming through the back door or look at the camera footage from like the past hour or so. Um... So I'm just like, yeah, he fell on his pocket knife on accident. He was jumping on the couch, and when you know it, the blade was out. Oh, that sucks. I hope he gets better. So I go back upstairs, and he's like, hey, where are you going? Uh, back upstairs? No. Sign in. He's like, oh, okay. Hey, where are you going? Back upstairs. No. Hey, look. Instead of going in the loop, why don't you tell me what I need to go upstairs? It's like, whoops, my phone accidentally went off. My bad. Hope you didn't hear that. Um, and he's just asking me, it's like, well, oh, well, you got your sign in. You've signed in. I got your signature. Um, now you just need someone to uh, authorize it who is currently on the premises. It's like, or in the apartments. like, Tina is blackout drunk right now. Is she at least fully clothed? Because I know people get drunk. They're like always half naked or something. Because they're like just going crazy ripping their clothes off. Yeah, that I've seen that too. I don't understand that shit. But maybe that's a loneliness thing or horniness thing. I don't know. Um, So I'm just like, uh, sir, sir. The only other person in that room is asleep right now. Well, uh, if it's Tina, I'll just give her a call and wake, wake her up. I was like, how do you have Tina's number? You have a nice day, sir. You go right ahead back up. Thanks. I'm just sitting up here like, what the fuck? She fucking a security guard? How the fuck is no a security way. guard? Now, that, do you, you see how weird that was? It takes a while to register because he said, I'm going to call her. He didn't say, I'm going to call the room on the security phone or through the security line. He said, he's going to call Tina. And he pulls out his cell phone and was like, how do you have Tina's number? And that concludes part one. Oh, God. That's like the craziest story I've ever heard with drunks. And that's just half of it. On to part two. I go to bed. People have been texting and calling me and they ask me what the fuck happened. I was like, I ain't about to tell this story six, seven times. I'm going to make a text message and I'm going to forward this or group chat this shit to people, right? So I get a bunch of people and 
I put it in there and I say, hey, look, leave me alone. It's like 4.30. Don't nobody fucking wake me up till tomorrow, you know? So my phone's going off with text messages. I'm like, oh, y'all thought I was joking. Turn that bitch off. I went to bed on the couch. I ain't going anywhere near Tina. And I just think my my last thought of the night was, how the fuck did she get that other knife? And I wake up and... Uh, I hear Smash Bros. That's a good way to wake up anybody in my age group. So she's like, oh, hey, Zach, you're finally awake. I watched your coat. It's like, my coat wasn't dirty. Oh, well, I vomited on it. Sorry. Like, you vomited on my coat while I was asleep? Yeah. Well, I was asleep. I was asleep, and you're already cleaning it, so I'm not gonna. I'm just too exhausted, mentally exhausted. I even feel mentally exhausted, even though I just woke up from looking at her based on what happened all last night. And I'm just like, hey, listen, listen. How much of last night do you, about half of it, she cuts me off. Like, ironic. Why is that? You cut me off at the halfway part of that sentence. Ha, 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 ha. But no, fuck you. Hey, Tina, I think you're a lightweight. I don't think you're an alcoholic, but I think you're lightweight. When you go to a party, you drink one drink and nothing the fuck else. Well, I don't see why you can think you can tell me what to do. I was like, oh, you're trying to play that game. The me giving you advice is somehow a command bullshit game. All right, Tina, let me tell you exactly what happened that you don't remember. Oh, God. So I just unloaded on her. My baby was in the hospital. And I just said, hey, can y'all shut the fuck up? I was like, Michael? I was like, I look in there. Like, we heard the noise like, Michael. Michael, shut the fuck up. So it's coming from the bathroom. We go in there. I'm not going to lie. As far as sleeping in a tub goes, that man made himself fucking luxurious looking as shit. He had three pillows in three different positions. He had one cover as like an insulator inside the inside the tub that he could roll over the other half on top of himself. And he also had a tinier cover for like a twin bed or something directly on top of him. So he basically made himself a fucking human burrito and shit. Oh, wow. And he had a sour apple and he had a sour apple candle going on the back of the toilet. And I'm just like, man, that that actually looked pretty comfy. I was like, yeah, I know. Right. That's awesome. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Close the door. though. I have a fucking headache. I was like, you drank? Yeah. And you, you got a hangover? Yeah. You so you were mentally stable, drank, got a hangover, and she just got shit faced. Like, hey man, life is weird like that. I don't know why you're complaining. You can't get drunk. You're just gonna die. I was like, well, that's true. So eh, I'm not sure if that's a blessing or a curse, but either eh, it is what it is. Um so we all just start talking about everything, and she starts conferring with Michael's like, and she just started asking me questions like, look, look. Everything he said is true, but I really just don't, I don't want to deal with you right now. Okay. Can you just, if you need to use the bathroom, I'm going to go sleep in the bedroom and I'm locking the door. And she just goes, you're locking the door. Yes. I have to pee. And she's crying. She's trying to fight back tears. So I help Michael get out the tub. I grab all of his pillow stuff. And we go in there and, uh, 
uh, we talk and the door is locked. I don't remember what all we said, but it was basically on the lines of like, I'm putting my foot down if any shit like this ever happens again with her. I was like, thank you. I'm not about to disagree with you. Thank you. I'm the one who got fucked basically almost as hard as you and you got stabbed. So we laugh it off. We're cool with each other. I leave the room. She's in the hallway looking like a sad little puppy dog. And and he comes out and he, he looks at her. He goes back in, slams the door, locks it. I was like, hey, look, uh, <laughs> what's so funny? I, it's like, no, it's just, I don't think I've ever seen a woman in a doghouse before. What's the doghouse? Like, you know what? You sh- you're allowed to say that. So I explained to her the concept of the doghouse. It's when you fuck up so bad, you better not even dream of going in that damn bedroom. And mind you, it's like 10 a.m. I'm still groggy and probably going to take a, a fucking nap soon. So. Sounds uh, like Tiffany needs a nap. Fuck yeah. I was like, hey, look, the couch is pretty big. And also, you know, there's that beanbag. You might want to sleep on the beanbag. Well, it's my apartment. Why don't you sleep on the beanbag? At this point in time, I have lost all pretense of what I like to call sex civility, as in how a man at a bare minimum should treat a female and vice versa. So I said, because I'm bigger than you and you can't fucking make me. And I just walk the fuck off. Okay, like this woman has done so much in the past 12 hours that pissed me off. I'm like, I'm not even going to entertain respecting you normally. I ain't going to put my hands on her, like I said, but if there ever was a time and place that made me think about it, because the whole time when I was carrying her up that staircase, she was still playing with the knife. And sometimes she would point it at me and giggle. I went up four flights of stairs with someone swinging a knife at random and pretending to poke and stab and thrust at me. Like, this, you are at the... the It's like you're going to get killed or raped. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm I'm just sitting up here like, this is the point of the line that you don't cross where guys in there are thinking, man, if you was a dude, I would not let you slide on this shit. We would have been boxer. You would have been thrown off the rail. That type of situation. So I'm just like, Tina, Tina, I don't even know where you got that knife. Where did you get that knife? Maybe you can fill in that blank for me. I have a knife. Tina. Tina. Have you not felt your back pocket this whole time? And she looks at the, Oh my God, I made a hole in my back pocket. And she looks at the, Whoa, cool. It's like all black and wavy. Damascus blade. What? I'm not a dumbass. It's like, well, that's debatable. But no. The <laughs> type of blade is called Damascus blade. They actually named a type of weapon dumbass. So I spelled it out for her. I was like, and I'm going to show you what it looks like because uh, I can do that. Uh, just uh, click the pick dump section. It won't take you out of the server. Now, Damascus blades are very special because a lot of people, even in the modern era, don't actually know the exact process they use to make it. But what Damascus was doing was they didn't like how flimsy and how weak uh, steel weapons were in their in that era, which I think was like... Uh, 700 BC or 700 AD. So what they did was they continuously folded and folded and folded and folded the blade. 
And when they did that, the durability dramatically increased despite the blade. And here you go. It dramatically increased despite the blade's uh, length or width. It would be way more denser. You see it? Holy cow, that's a nice knife too. Yeah, but it creates the wave pattern because the, the metal got layered on itself so many times over. So that's why, you know, Damascus blades are special and just naturally look cool. She had a two-sided one or two-sided Damascus blade style. I don't know if it was real or fake because you can't emulate the Damascus style in modern day, but novelty knives are actually pretty popular too because, well, some people just want to have a blue knife or a purple knife, shit like that. I don't know where the fuck she got it though. I was like, now you found that knife around between 2 and 3 a.m., I think, which was the only time that we can't account for where you were. Do you know how that happened? You should like dig up some graves or something. And now I say this and she's smiling and looking at the knife on all sides and just staring at it. So I'm like, Tina! I was like, what? She's like, where did Damn, you get she's still that? drunk? No, she was just bedazzled by the knife. So I was like, Tina, where did you get that? Did you steal that from someone? Did you cut someone with it? I wouldn't stab anybody with a knife. So Michael opens the door and he just goes cough, cough. He doesn't cough. He just says cough, cough. <laughs> and oh, I'm just the guy that got stabbed. <laughs> yeah, that's her boyfriend. She stabbed him. I was like, okay, well, I never stabbed anybody before today, I think. And I'm just like, Ugh. oh, dear God. Tina, you exhaust me. You stress me out. Now, this is the second time I've ever met you. I'm going to go to sleep. And don't do any of the knife flippy dippy shit I showed you. Okay? Because you're probably going to cut your fingers up or something. I'm not a child. I was like, yeah, well, last night disagrees. Now, she's mad like, that's not funny. But she's laughing while she's pissed at me, which a very special trait of mine. I wish I could control it more often. I make people who are mad about something I said about them laugh at the shit that I said about them. So, um, I end up, uh, just laying down and Michael comes out at some point in time. I don't know what time it is. The sun looks like it's about to go down. Michael's like, why are you teaching her shit? I'm like, what? Why are you teaching her shit? I've been asleep for a bunch of hours, man. She's been the only one awake. Seriously? Yes. Hey, rise up for a second. So I'll, I sit up upright on the couch. And I look back. And. She's carving her lamp post with that knife. Not like angry stabbing or, you know, being some joker. Oh, this is fun. I love stabbing. This gets my rocks off. She just sat there and she's whittling away at a wooden lamp post. I was like, wow. Should we say anything? Dude, I don't even think I'm going to say anything to her for the rest of the week. It's like, I'm going to say something. So I walk over, I walk over to her and I sit at the counter table in the kitchen. I was like, hey, Tina. And she just looks at me again, sad puppy dog face, but not crying. 
you sucked last night, but that doesn't have to determine the rest of your week, year, life. Okay? Yeah, I'm pissed. He's especially pissed. I got stabbed! I was like, yes, we know. Okay? But listen. We're going to be less mad, and maybe in a few years, I don't know, we'll laugh about this and tell people this story. Ironic. Very ironic. So, but look. Here's what you need to remember, okay? We know you weren't trying to do what you did on purpose, all right? So, don't feel like we're going to hold this over you or be this mad at you forever. In fact, I'm probably never going to see you after today. And if I do, it'll probably just be in passing. Well, you said you were going to teach me knife stuff. Like, you remember that? Michael said that. And I was like, yeah, you remember that? I was like... Oh, yeah, you, you said you would teach me. He's like, oh, oh, okay. You know, I feel like at a base level, self-defense is for everybody. Someone should learn or everyone should learn it. I don't care if you got no arms or you just, you know, you've decided, I'm a tiny little baby girl. That's fine. I don't mean you can't learn to stab a motherfucker. So, if they, and I told them, look, if they can have zombie defense classes in universities, the dumbest shit ever. I can teach you knife basics. So Michael's like, hey, Zach's like, yeah. Ah. Uh, what? Why do you have a hunting knife? And exactly how do you know how to use that? That's a story for another time. Oh, gosh. And I'm not telling you that. I told him that. So... So I told her, like, look, well, first and foremost, I'm going to just tell you, respect your weapon. Always check for issues and always go to the people that can maintain it until they can teach you how to maintain it. Give a man fish. He feeds for a day. Teach him to fish. You feed him for a lifetime, blah, blah, blah. That type of situation. Also teach that shit to females about cars because I know too many women who just turn in their car when something goes wrong and then end up with literally a bill that's hundreds of times more than it needed to cost because they didn't want to learn literally the very, very easy, less than a less than $40 tool that can literally help you figure out exactly what's wrong with your car without even opening the hood in under 60 seconds. They look at me like I made this shit up. Like, no, it's been around for over 40 years. I promise. And, you know, she was willing to listen. Because really, that's the biggest determiner for me helping any female learn any type of thing that they normally associate with men. Are you going to listen? Are you going to give me shit? Are you going to back talk? That's the holy trinity for me. If you don't do two of those things, I'm Gucci. If you don't do any of those three things, I will love you for a lifetime and try to marry your sister. Okay, so... Uh... Brief intermission since, you know, we might have a late comer. Obviously, I'm going to edit this part out. Uh, I'm going to go check on my food, and I will see you in about three minutes. Or if he pops back in early, let me know. I'll be able to hear my computer. Yeah. All right.
Okay, back. Damn, I came out better tasting than I thought it would. <laughs> I might be have to head out about 15 minutes just to let you know. 15 or 50? Uh. Okay, well, we're nearing the end, which accelerates and gets scary and then funny. Um. All right, well, I'll give him the play-by-play whenever he shows up. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up or get close to it. And, you know, hey, if you don't catch it all, you know, it'll be on YouTube or Spotify. You can catch it later. Um, okay. All right. So. <clears throat> when we last left off, let's see. Oh, yeah. So I told her, like, look, for the time being, outside of learning safety and to respect the equipment that you use. Proper throwing techniques. Don't do spinning shit. And I'm going to tell you why. It looks cool, but it's extremely un-aerodynamic or, if anything, anti-aerodynamic. Because when you spin a knife while you're throwing it, the part that's more than likely going to hit somebody is not the blade end. It's the heaviest part. Because that's where most of the inertia and momentum is. So, more than likely, you're going to either knock them in the head with a piece of the hilt, or they're going to get lightly grazed when it smears, the butt end of it smears across their head and you're not going to do any lasting damage. Because if you're throwing a knife, you're trying to do damage. Secondly, remember when throwing a knife, always make sure you have good balance and your arm does not do a lot of movement. Because the faster you go, the more slight movement movements will affect it. So I pulled out my hunting knife. And I said, watch this. Notice, feet, feet shoulder width apart. And I'm going to stick this knife in the ceiling. You can't stick the knife in the ceiling. Like, motherfucker. Don't piss me off for the rest of the day. <laughs> so I stood perfectly still, looked at her. Didn't even look at the knife. Pulled it out. Boom! Went straight up, one smooth motion. And then she was like, Cool! It's like, what is this random fit of childlike wonder that you have? And Michael's like, dude, how are you going to get it out? It's like, the easy way. I'm going to let it fall because gravity is a thing. Also, small vibrations do affect anything that's been lodged into another object. I don't have to do anything and eventually it's going to fall. And oh shit you not, it looks so cool. I didn't plan it, but I pretended I did. I'm not going to lie. Right when I said that, the knife came out, I heard it, and then I turned around, and then I grabbed it with my backhand, and I put it back in the holster I had inside my coat. He's like, 
oh, you're good at that. Like, yeah, I'm a G. I was like, nope, totally didn't know that was going to happen. I just heard the sound at the last second. But they don't need to know that. So I was like, yeah, well, maybe I can try throwing. And me and Michael like, no. What? Not in the house. This is an apartment. You know what I mean. So me and Michael look at each other and laugh because we both said those exact same lines at the exact same time. I don't know. It was just cool that we said the same thing like three times in a row. So I'm getting ready to leave. Mike's like, hey, man, it's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, this is the one for the record books. I'm like, man, we're going to be telling our kids about this one or the fucking internet or something. Again, the irony. So I'm just like, and I'm just kind of sad. I forgot about this story up until like three weeks ago. But I end up leaving and I just thought about something and I'm leaving. She's uh, watching me go outside. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I need time to fucking cool off. You're probably cool. But even if you're not, I'm not planning on seeing you too many more times after this. And as I'm leaving, I'm going and I'm going to the elevator. And I'm just like, I get in there and she's watching me. Goes like, hey, Tina. So she leans back out before she closes the door. Uh, why does a security guard have your phone number? Right? And she looks at me. She doesn't blink. And the elevator door is open. She probably remembers that. I was like, Tina, why does a security guard have your phone number? Love you. Bye. It's like, See, see, spider sense is going ballistic at this point. So I get in the elevator and I go downstairs and I'm going to talk to the security guard again. His shift ended. So no go. So I turn my phone back on. 38 text messages hit my ass all at once and five voicemails. I'm like, what are even, and I'm just thinking, what are even 38 people at that party? So, anyways, um, I'm just like, okay, I'm not about to go through all this right now. They got the gist of it. I'll go through one by one when I'm just in a clearer headspace, you know? It's the weekend. I got a freshly clean coat. I smell like Downey. I'm not about to go party, but I'm about to head, take my ass home. Uh, So, I get on the bus, and then Tina texts me. He's like, Hi, Zach. This is Tina. Tina, how the fuck did you get my number? That's not important. You're right. What is important is how did that Alabama security guard get your number? He told you about Alabama? I was like, yes, that's apparently where he's from. Hey, you know, this is something we need to just like talk about in person. I was like, no, it's really not, Tina. I was like, okay, she thinks she's going to put something incriminating down as evidence. That's what I'm thinking. Because my whole thought is, she fucking a security guard. Literally, that's my thought process. So, I'm sitting up here on the bus and just like looking angry as fuck and shit. And people looking at me like, why is this dude making all these faces? Is he on some type of drugs? And I'm just like, and then someone says, hey, young man. Yeah. You okay? Your face looked kind of like my husband before he got a stroke. I was like... I laughed a little bit and so the people on the bus like, no, I'm I'm fine. I just, I had a weird night with a drunk white woman. So I shit you not, from the back of the bus, I heard, man. I was like, 
Uh, you got some stories to tell? Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love to hear, but this is my stop. But uh, yeah, stay safe. Hey, you stay away from drunk white women. It's like, yeah, I will do. You know, I just, my day's turning positive really quickly. So, eventually, a week passes, right? Now I'm coming out of my apartment. And I just hear from the circus, are you sure he's on this floor? The fuck, that sounds like Tina. So, I get to, I start getting in the elevator, right? And I was like, there's Tina staring at me. Hi. Well, this is familiar. I'm going to get in this elevator you can't see from your vantage point now. No! I'm like, yes! And I get in, and I see a knife fly by, and I just hear, poof! Oh, wait, that sound doesn't come through. Oh, well. Well, I mean, let me try turning off noise suppression. I just hear, poof! Nope, still nothing. Oh, well. Basically, she threw a knife so hard, it dented and popped a little bit of an emergency fire extinguisher. I shit you not, all I saw was like a sea of what looked like semen, concentrated bukkake gangbang semen spraying everywhere in the hallway. And I'm at the elevator door close to this fire extinguisher, so a little bit of it got on me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh no, no, no. So I hear Tina come running down, I'm like, nope, nope, I'm getting the hell out of here. And she slips and falls on some of the shit that was gooping out of the fire extinguisher. And I just fucking laugh. Oh, yeah. Because she's going she gonna to stand up and she's covered in white sticky goo and just so many puns alone. So mm-hmm. I'm freaking out in the elevator and I get to the bottom. Now, there's no security in my building. So I just walk out. But I didn't realize how fucked up I look. So some of that shit got on me, right? But not enough to, like, coat me. So from the front, it looked like I lost a fight with a sperm donor and I'm in this hallway laughing and people in the, the ground floor just looking at me and they like freaking out because here's this dude laughing. They heard a loud explosion and I'm covered in white and I got white goo on the front of me. And I'm just like, this is fire extinguisher, just so you know. And they, and they just nod their head like, yeah, sure, motherfucker. So I start leaving, right? And... I think I was going to White Hand Pantry back when those were everywhere and 7-Eleven hadn't truly taken over. And next thing I know is boom. I hear like the, the dude in the counter started laughing like, what's wrong? This chick slid into the window. I was like, slid into the window. It's a fucking Tina. So I go in the other aisle and I look out. Is that your ex-girlfriend? I was like, no, hell no. So Tina comes in and she's like, I know you're in here. I was like, ma'am, why are you carrying a knife? I was like, fuck. I was like, okay, this it's not one of those situations. It's not a lazy man stick up or some shit. I was like, Tina, we're going outside. Listen to me. I didn't do anything, man. He was just on the bus with me. I was like, the fuck? The security guard. Yeah, you fucked him, right? I fucked a guy who only has 10 teeth. Ew, what the hell? <laughs> Now, she says it like a question. I was like, but I said it like a question, too. Yes. No. We're both from Alabama. He's my cousin. I'm sure you'd fuck his cousin. And she looks at me because I'm still making that face like, 
do you really want to accuse me of doing something that I wouldn't think of doing with my cousin while I'm holding this knife? Would you like to explain to me what happened? Yes, yes, I would. Look, okay, we're just from there, all right? We don't do anything to people. I was like, why did you think that was something worth hiding? We're up north. Yeah. We're from Alabama. Yeah. Why do you not sound country though? I was like, oh, well, my mom was from Illinois originally. So, you know, I kind of have both accents. It's like, why is this something to hide though? He's not hiding. It's like, everyone knows Yankees talk shit about Southerners and stuff. I was like, okay, let me just peel back some layers for you. You're a white girl. Unless you say I am a devout, devout, loving Christian or Catholic. Most people do not make an assumption. You're a fucking Republican like at all. They're the only ones who get stereotyped into being with the GOP. You don't have a giant sign on your face, forehead or on the internet that says Jesus, love Jesus, God's favorite, blah, blah, blah. And all this other shit. Do you like, no, no one's going to just know you're, uh, 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 you, you fuck with the GOP or whatever. I don't even understand what exactly you are running from or trying to hide from. Well, I don't know. I just want to be picked on being from myself. I don't even like the Republicans, man. You know what they did to my mama's house? That's why she came back up here up north. The mayor sold our stuff to some giant corporation. It's like, and I'm just like, why are you laughing? Like, oh, I've never seen this accent. It's fucking hilarious and adorable. Well, look, I just want you to try me on that knife stuff. It's like, I don't really think you need my help. Like, what do you mean? You threw a knife so hard it pierced a fucking metal fire extinguisher. Yeah, I did do that. I was like, okay, look here, woman. I'll teach you some basics. Three months later, shit got weird. Michael calls me and was like, hey, can you stop teaching her? I was like, I stopped teaching her two months ago. Are you serious? Like, yeah, what's going on? Uh, nothing, I'll catch you later. So Facebook status got changed to single. I was like, oh, shit. So, Michael, uh, what the fuck happened? Bro, she keeps running around the house saying poke, poke, slash, and occasionally, Pokemon, you're a mon. But she's doing it with her finger, her nail, ink pen caps, ink pen tops. Also, I'm pretty sure there's some extra cut marks in the fucking ceiling that weren't there before. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of something. I know I wasn't about to stick around. I was like, oh, oh, I'm not going to try to pick her up. Like, dude, I know, you know, she's, she's becoming crazy. Like, eh, she's not that bad. Listen to what I said. Remember what I said? Like, yeah, you just said it like five seconds ago. She was doing that by the hour. You didn't tell her to get therapy? You think she fucking listened? I was like, okay, well, you got yourself out of a very weird situation. Shit you not, two days later, she calls me up. She tells me that it's my fault the relationship ended. And I'm just like, Tina, no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, if you hadn't shown me this knife stuff, who wanted me to teach him this knife stuff? You, me. I was like, okay, did Michael have a problem with it? No. 
Okay. Didn't he tell you to go to therapy? How do you know about that? It's not important. Listen, go to therapy because something is off in you and you don't want to be considered the crazy girl when you're just starting adulthood. That shit will follow you. So, eventually, Tina <laughs> catches me going to my parents' house. Right? I didn't know she had a car or what it looked like, but there was a car parked in the front. Thought it was one of the neighbors because we have very close houses. Didn't really give a shit. My parents parked in the driveway. And it's around 930. I'm leaving. She gets out that car. And she has a book bag on. I was like, Tina, how the fuck do you know where my parents live? I don't. I was following you. Why were you cuts me off? Because you wouldn't pick up your phone. What a fucking stalker. Literally, yes. So I was just like, okay, okay, Tina, listen. If you try, if you want me to try to help you with Mike. I don't think there's much I can do, but I can try something. But you have to understand, the problem isn't what I taught you. It's what you do with the information. Look, I had a man. I had a good man. And he was tall. I was like, Tina, you five foot. Everyone's taller than you. Shut up. That's not funny. And then she starts laughing while she's telling me that's not funny. So I'm just like, okay, Tina, Tina, listen, I don't know what you think's about to happen, but if you try to use my own techniques against me, I'm going to clown you without even touching my knife. Okay. You're taking this too far. Like you have many other things involved in this entire situation. You need to calm the fuck ass down. I don't know why I added that ass part. I, in hindsight, I regretted it. It sounded weird, but I did. And it's like. I need to calm down. It's like, oh, yep. She's going borderline. She is now officially crazy. When you tell a crazy woman in a joke, ah, you crazy, or please calm down, and they go ape shit, they're too far going at that point. Oh, man, this is like, leave, just run. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, but I'm at the same time, I'm like, five foot stubby motherfucker. And my parents' house is right behind me, and she on my block. I'm Gucci. Ain't shit gonna happen to me. Right? So, I'm just like, look, Tina, you ain't gonna shit you not. Knife immediately starts flying by me. I'm just like, you actually, and then I turn around and I duck because she had another one. I was like, I just yelled, do you have a book bag full of knives? Maybe. So then she runs past me and she goes to pick up those two knives. She just had the two knives. Oh, I, God. Now, I know I should be taking this serious, but at this point, I've started laughing. I was like, Tina, Tina, you don't want to do this. Why is it funny to you? Uh, because your angry face is adorable, even though you're trying to kill me. Or I'm not trying to kill you. I'm going to stab you in the back of your legs and watch you bleed and punch you a bunch of times. It's like, so you want to do to me shit that I've taught you to do to people? Yeah, you get a taste of your own medicine. Well, isn't stabbing me how you stabbing someone how you got into the situation? And she just starts crying in my front lawn. 
Now, my parents sleep. And the front of my house is brick. So that sound's not going through. I literally just walked off. The end. She's like, the I went to the bus stop. I saw the cops go to the go to my block. I didn't investigate. I didn't give a shit at that point. I honestly didn't. Now, here's where I get fucked at the last minute, though. So, I bump into the girl I was trying to talk to at the party. We'll just call her Ashley because that's a very generic name. And I tell Ash, and Ashley's like. So you taught a woman self-defense and just to get her arrested? I was like, what? Yeah, you did. That's like, no, no, I didn't. I'm reevaluating what I think about you. I was like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. Do you understand she stabbed a guy and then got obsessed with the concept of poking and stabbing people? And she learned that from you, right? She did not learn to be obsessed with stabbing people. She learned the techniques from you, right? Yeah. And then you got her arrested. She threw two knives at me. And I shit you not, this is what she said to me before she walked off. Zax, you're a guy. What's that supposed to mean? It means so many things and yet nothing at the same time. Like watching a star die from earth and I never saw her again and I never saw Tina again so Tina didn't cut me but she found a way to cut someone out of my life that I liked she manipulated them mm, well yeah but it was more the lazy type so everyone and their mom had five or six different versions of this story right but also people were talking to Tina from jail and she did make bail you think she's going to sit there and say, oh yeah, I went and stalked Zaxxon and threw two knives at him? Fuck no. She told people some wild outlandish shit and I use that term rarely. Some genuinely outlandish shit like me and her were getting close while I was teaching her but I wanted to stay with Michael and she started and she threw a knife at me because I tried to make a pass at her one day. I'm like, she got arrested in front of my fucking house that I used to live in. What a fucking liar. I hear people do that. Yeah, but here's the thing though. This is before the internet had me too and cancel shit. This was pure genuine. I believe you. I stand with her. Not based on logic and reality, but based on me and her both don't have a penis. So she can't be lying. And I'm just like, this is the true power of manipulation. I gave her, she has a skill stronger than any Damascan blade. Sharper than the edge of any lightsaber. And yet she wanted knife skills. And then when I say 90% of the people who felt who heard from her didn't believe me, I mean if Michael didn't end up in the text chain where people were shit talking me, none of this would have got corrected. She didn't stab you while you were driving. Bitch, here's the scar. Bitch, here's the medical report. Also, if I call the cops on her because we got into a quote-unquote physical altercation, why come she ain't got no marks on her? Now, mind you, I am not a six-foot trained killer at this point. 
I'm not going through any type of extremely dramatic shit over the traditional fighting bullies, usually two on one because they're bullies. And she's still half my weight, half my size, half my everything. And I'm and then and and that thought didn't occur to nobody until Michael said it. If they got into a fist fight or they got into a fight and she had to pull out the knives, why are there no marks on her? Now, in closing, here's why I remembered this story about three weeks ago. Because Michael texted me and told me she got out of jail. Apparently, she actually didn't get that much time. But she kept getting yeah, into she's shit. a woman. <laughs> yes. She didn't even get she didn't get nowhere near the maximum sentence. But she kept getting into trouble in prison and getting extensions. She got two extensions. Now, and he was trying to tell me, like, bro, you might want to watch your back. I was like, she don't know where the fuck I live. Yeah, but you only live about five or six blocks. You live less than a five-minute drive, so to speak, from the house you grew up in right now. I was like, oh, yeah, I do. Will there be a part three? We don't know. Questions? Oh, God. I'm just glad she's out of your life. You should totally... If you, Is this going to be like a video podcast or something? It's going to be audio and video. If you're going to have like a picture, you should totally have like Tina from Bob's Burgers and put like a fucking knife on her photoshopped. Yeah, I was actually thinking about putting up Damask and Blades too because, well, even though she said, I'm not a dumbass, they don't make stupid knives... That's ironically not the first time I've heard someone hear me say or anyone say Damascus blade or Damascus steel and think I'm calling them a dumbass or thinking that it's made up because it's called dumbass steel. I was like, wow, the English language has truly deteriorated. Oh, man. So, yeah. With that being said, this brings this episode of Life Story to an end. Uh... Uh, Joey, I always appreciate you coming through. If you ever want to do anything in the future, or like I said, need help with anything, hey, we're just a call away. And, uh, yeah, uh, now with that being said, do you know which part you want on your channel or you want me to pick? Uh, you could pick. Okay, what I'm going to do is, um, I'll finish the, uh, video version, get the editing, get the splits in, maybe put in some, um, non-copywritten music in the background on really low. And you give an intro to it on your channel and then you show the video and make sure you label it part one at the end. And then uh, the following week, I'll put it as part two, do a scheduled uh, or a scheduled premiere type situation. And uh, yeah, that'll make that stuff up. Um, the podcast topics for the week haven't been decided. Plus, you know, uh, the way that goes, I can record with anyone it's just a matter of when do they have time and then splice everyone together we might do something like that and uh yeah you know if you want to pop in or anything just say the word sweet all right i know i do joey stories on my channel you know what that is yep yeah i haven't done one in a while but i got some other fun ones coming up cool cool all right well that so being said we will see you guys when we see you guys